you guys. Welcome to Heal, Survive, and Thrive. This week, we are going to talk about therapy. I feel like most people have at least tried it in their lifetime, and some people really love it. Some people don't. Some people, it just doesn't stick. And I want to kind of break down the barrier with therapy. And I'm talking about therapy. I'm not talking about coaching. So I've, I've often had friends, clients, people, myself included, who have tried therapy, enjoyed it possibly for a little while, and then didn't find any use for it anymore. There was like this element, at least for me personally, there was an element of moving forward that wasn't there, no matter who I've gone to. It was, I got what I felt like I needed. I got a little validation. Maybe I got some clarity. Maybe I got some insight. And all those things were really great, put the pieces together. But there's a level of moving on that just doesn't often happen. There's not a lot of tools that are given to you when you are really trying to overcome something. They're just not practical tools or things that you can start working on daily that will help you. So you don't wanna have your therapist on call 24 hours a day and someone always holding your hand, but there's just not realistic goals that are set, I feel like, from week to week. And obviously, this conversation is a general topic. Not every single therapist is horribly bad, but I do really think that regardless of being a coach, regardless of being a therapist, who whoever you are in in whatever way you help people, you really have to practice what you preach. You really have to have had done the work yourself in order to really be able to help someone. You can study everything about personality disorders, uh, you know, anxiety and depression and mental health and all that stuff. You can take out the textbook, you can memorize everything, you can really, really understand it. But when you have gone through your own awakening, when you have really started to kind of like dive deep into this stuff, into your own stuff and really worked out the kinks, learned what has worked, what hasn't worked, learned how to, how do I break down what I have learned and what I'm implementing in my own life? How do I break that down into practical tools and steps and skills that people can start working on in their day-to-day life? How can I take those tools and skills and steps and apply it to anyone regarding anything that they're even going through? So that's, to me, that's the biggest struggle that I've seen with therapy and the reason why sometimes therapy doesn't stick with with most people is that it doesn't always meet your expectations. It doesn't always give you the roadmap of, okay, where do I go now? What's the next step? What's, what's step one? What's step two? It kind of just leaves you, yes, feeling good at times. Again, feeling validated is, is a really big thing. If you've never done anything and you're just awakening to your past or things that you've gone through, then yes, it is so incredibly important to dive into this kind of stuff. But what can I give you from week to week? How can I really help you to heal and move forward? To me, that, that's always been, I guess, like the catchphrase for my coaching is heal and move forward, heal and rebuild, heal and get better. Like, how do you deal with how you feel and work on that stuff, but not stay stuck in this place of feeling bad for yourself, of giving yourself so much validation that you just let yourself off the hook and you're not accountable for your own life and your own self and how you feel. And so that's what I want to talk about is really just why sometimes I think therapy just doesn't often work and it doesn't click with most people. You know, I think the first thing is not every therapist, no matter how good, and this is true for coaches as well, not every person 
is right for you. This is very much like finding a partner, like having a great job where you love who you're working with and what you're doing. It takes time to find that match. And I think some people get very, they're very quick, they're very, they get very frustrated when, well, I've gone to this therapist and I've gone here and I've met this person and, and I, I'm not really vibing with it and it's not, it doesn't seem to work and it's just not working. They kind of just wash their hands of the whole thing in general. And you just can't have those unrealistic expectations on this. This is a process you're trying to find, you're trying to fit a square in, you know, a peg in a round hole and it's not gonna be, easy for you to just, I mean, look, you could very well find the best person right off the bat. You immediately click with them. It's a great relationship. Uh, and this, you have this real give and take back and forth. They can be, hold you accountable. You respect them for that. And you can have that dynamic between the two of you, which is great, but not every person is going to have that the first go around. And to be honest, I know people that have gone to different therapists regarding different things that they've gone through in life. So not everything that you go through in life is going to warrant the same person that, that, that you talked to 10 years ago when you were going through your divorce. It's all about what are you looking to get out of this? Um, and sometimes you don't know that answer. Sometimes it takes going, you know, week after week for you to start to see the light at the end of the tunnel and see the lesson and see why this is important. And other times you're not you're just not going to get you're not going to get that right away. So now what I want you to do is I want you to think about you don't really need a best friend. You don't need someone that you can just talk to. Yes, you need someone that you feel comfortable with, but there needs to be a certain level of trust and comfort, of course, but there also needs to be a little bit of respect that you have for this person. And sometimes that's really hard to do when you've never met this person before in your life. A lot of the reasons why I started YouTube was so people could feel comfortable with me to be able to have a really deep conversation, a really heartfelt conversation right off the bat and not just pick my name out of the yellow pages, which I don't know if most people are doing that anymore, but it's about feeling comfortable and having that level of trust with that person. And and that's the, the I don't wanna say crappy thing, but that's sometimes the annoying thing is that most people don't wanna wait. They don't wanna build that relationship. They want it to just automatically be there. They want to, have that connection and it's the same thing with dating it's the same thing with a the job they don't want to have to work for it they don't want to have to try hard so i i want you to have more realistic expectations and i want you to understand that not every therapist is going to be right for you and that's not a bad thing but it is about you not quitting just because you haven't met the person that you absolutely click with we go into these situations, like I said, that we go into them sometimes with just the most unrealistic expectations. And it's pretty common to think that therapy is just gonna be a quick fix. Most people want it to be a quick fix. They want the magic potion, they want the secret sauce, they wanna understand you know, quickly, what do I have to do to have these epiphanies, to have this aha moment, to get rid of all my problems and to make this pain go away. They don't understand or they don't have a realistic outlook on how life actually works and that 
life is not about just getting rid of uncomfortable feelings, but it's learning how to just take care of yourself in the best way possible. You're not going to be able to avoid the wave crashing down on you at some, sometimes in life. That's just going to happen. It's called going through difficulty. And there's some things that you're going to have to deal with. And therapy isn't a one-stop shop and neither is coaching. There is definitely a level of accountability and responsibility that you have to have. And it definitely doesn't work with the snap of your fingers and or anything like that. And when you come to the table with those unrealistic expectations, you're going to be disappointed because the reality is therapy is, and even coaching, it's really like planting seeds and putting in the effort every single day to make sure that, or just to prove to yourself that you actually matter. So when you do that little bit of work to change a couple of habits of just ignoring yourself or suppressing how you feel or not dealing with um, the uncomfortable stuff that's coming up. When you, and that's what you've just done your whole life, then yeah, you're gonna get the same result, obviously, that's common sense. So starting to do something different just takes time. And I don't think people want that answer. They, they don't want that, that's not, there's no sparkle to that. That's the hard work that you have to just do when you're dealing with difficulties in life, uncomfortableness in life, when you're going through a process that isn't always the funnest and it's hard and it's painful and you can't always see the sun shining. You don't know when the sun's going to shine again and you just have to go through the mucky water. I think there are just, for me, there are certain phrases that I've always said throughout the course of my life that just kind of keep me going when those, you know, dark times happen and you're just going through stress or you're going through a difficult situation. And one of them is this too shall pass. This too shall pass is something that has stayed with me forever um, because it's true. But I don't think most people have that type of outlook on their life. They get frustrated. They get disappointed. They don't feel like it's working because I think they're kind of set up with the wrong expectation. They have the, the wrong idea of what this is going to entail, but I also think they're not given the right tools. So if you're not given the right tools, then yeah, you're not going to see any progress being made. Um, and even if you are doing what you should be doing and you were given the right tools, guess what? Sometimes you still don't see the progress being made because it takes time. That's why I said like, it's like a plant. It's like planting the seed and watching it grow. Well, guess what? You have to take care of it and take care of it. And get, you're not going to see any results for a really long time. So, but you know that eventually something's going to grow. Maybe some people don't. Maybe some people say, you know what, after a week, this just isn't going to grow and I'm going to dig up the seed or I'm going to throw this plant out. And those people have, those those types of people have, again, unrealistic expectations. So they're not going to want to put in the effort to get to where they want to be or to have the things because they want someone to basically fix all their problems for them. And the therapist and a coach can guide you, but they're not, and hopefully provide the right tools, which I think is what's really lacking nowadays, is not having that outline of, okay, what do I do? What do I do when you're not here? I feel good when you're here and I'm having this conversation with you. I feel better after that com this conversation, which is great. And even I tell my clients, I want, obviously, I don't want you to feel worse after this and you, there's no way that you ever will. But when I'm not here and it's Tuesday night and it's 11 o'clock and you're by yourself, what do you do? 
So making sure that I give you what you do at that time and starting to slowly practice that, not going from zero to 60. So not having the expectation that, hey, tomorrow you're gonna wake up and you're gonna go run 10 miles and you're gonna be so motivated to do it. Mm, probably not gonna happen because you haven't built up the, the mental, like everything physically, mentally, emotionally, you haven't built yourself up to have that kind of feeling or that kind of mindset because you're starting from scratch. And sometimes you're not even starting from scratch, you're starting in the negative. And that's fine, that's, look, we're all humans and no matter if you do this for a living or not, there are just some things that we go through in life that just take us over, take us down, make us fall down to our knees. And we have to start you know, from the ground up again. And that's not something that you should shame yourself for. You're human and it's part of the human experience to go through those things, but it is about how do I help myself through those experiences to make sure that I know how to actually get back up. So it's not about getting validation. It's not about just educating yourself and sitting there and letting someone tell you that yes, you're codependent and this person's narcissistic. It goes beyond that. This is the part where it goes from education to actually giving you tools to start working on daily. And a big, big part of that is, you know, not to give you all of this right up front because sometimes it's overwhelming. I've been on the phone with so many clients where at the end of the conversation, I'm like, you overwhelmed? <laughs> because especially the people where we only have an hour together and they're just doing a one-time session, I'm like, look, I'm gonna give you everything I possibly have in this session. I'm gonna tell you everything that you exactly need to know or need to do daily. But you listening to it one time in one hour is just not gonna be enough. It's not, and and that's that's realistic. It takes time for you to really grasp this, to understand what you have to do, and to practice what you're doing. I can give you five things that you can start doing today, but guess what? Each one of those things needs to be breaking down, broken down into the smallest of goals. And even that sometimes can be challenging depending on what it is that you've gone through and where you are in your journey and how self-aware you are and how willing you are and do you wanna take responsibility for yourself? Like all of that stuff takes time to work through. So thinking an hour once a week is going to be enough to completely change your life? No, it's just not. You know, I, I coach people where we're talking multiple, multiple times a week. They're texting me throughout the day because in the you need your handheld and you need someone there as you're going through this. It's no different than going through any kind of recovery. The recovery that you're going through is old faulty programming. It's stuff that you've been through that you're just carrying around with you that is hurting you and not helping you. And, you know, here's the... P.S. is you're completely unaware that this stuff is even kind of just on your back and you're just taking it with you constantly throughout your day-to-day -day life. So, you know, give yourself permission, please. Because if you don't, this is gonna be a, one of the big reasons why this isn't going to work. Nothing will work. Therapy won't work, coaching won't work. Like nothing will work is you have to give yourself permission to take your time and that you're gonna make mistakes and that you know, you're gonna learn things along the way that are gonna be easy, and then you're gonna learn things along the way that are gonna be really challenging. Because remember, especially with coaching, as you're learning all this stuff, when I'm working with someone and, and we're breaking down all these things that you have to start doing and start implementing, you're doing that and you're living your normal life. You're still going to work every day, you're still an adult, you're still a parent, you still have other things and other people that you're focusing on. Um, and having to learn how to balance that now 
with taking care of yourself is it's an adjustment. So sometimes the real work happens in between, I don't wanna even say in between sessions because that actually is where the work is happening. The sessions are basically you just going to class and listening to the lecture and taking the notes, but it's that in between that's really going to help you to practice what it is that you're starting to learn and you slowly, you know, slowing yourself down day to day will get you to be more self-aware that, okay, I'm doing what I've always done or I'm not doing the new thing that I need to do. If I told you that, okay, from now on, when you tie your shoe, instead of starting with your right foot, start with your left foot, it's going to be, it's habit now for you to just start with your right foot and it's going to be uncomfortable. It's gonna be weird to do it the other way. And, and that's just like one little example of how sometimes therapy or even coaching will not work for you if you have these unrealistic expectations and you don't understand this process in general. But you know, and I, I think that if you're not dealing with someone who knows what they're talking about, that you feel comfortable with, that you trust, that's not just giving you validation and, and patting you on the back and saying you're the victim, but also empowers you and makes you want to take responsibility for your life and yourself, then, you know, <laughs> it's not going to really motivate anyone. And you have to, as a coach or as a therapist, you have to really learn who this person is. Not every person you should be working with because not every person is going to jive with you. And that's okay. Not every person is supposed to be your best friend. Not every person you're supposed to stay with for the rest of your life. So just be open to this. I think when people are even hesitant to do it at all, there's two things that happen. When, when someone's hesitant to go to therapy, hire a coach, there is a resistance to change, a resistance to taking responsibility for yourself. Um, there's a resistance there that most people don't realize is there and that's what's getting in the way. There's also the shame factor. There's still, even in this day and age where therapy and mental health and these topics are so talked about in a way that has never been before, there is still a shame attached to doing work on yourself. And I look at it this way. These are the things that you were supposed to receive. Discover the remarkable journey of Anonymous John. No one likes feeling alone, anxious, or overweight. But John refused to let his circumstances define him. When his weight ballooned to a staggering 600 pounds, he made a choice to take control of his life. He began documenting his journey in his journal, and after shedding his first 103 pounds, he decided to share his story with the world. Through his journal, he offers inspiration and hope to anyone struggling with similar challenges. If you're looking to be inspired and uplifted, the Anonymous John podcast is for you. Join us on this journey of transformation and visit our website, theanonymousjohn.com. You were supposed to get these things, mental health, emotional health, how to do it, how to be happy, how to be content, how to achieve goals how to deal with pain, how to deal with grief, how to deal with uncomfortableness, how to motivate yourself, empower yourself, how to just be good to yourself. That was something that you were supposed to receive, number one. Most of us don't receive it in its entirety. Number two, 
You were supposed to learn how to give it to yourself. You were supposed to learn how to actually do it. So not only was I supposed to receive it, but someone was supposed to hold my hand throughout this journey of being raised to be an adult, a healthy adult, and they were supposed to teach me step-by-step how to do this. So you're basically going back and hopefully you're learning the skills and the steps to do it yourself. Now, if you've ever been to therapy, please comment somewhere, send me an email, tell me, did you feel as though you were given the steps from week to week on how to start really improving yourself, your life? Was, you know, when I work with people, I am so, so passionate about how to move forward. How do you move forward? It's not just about sitting in the past and sitting in what's happened to you. Yep, we're gonna do that. We're gonna do that briefly. We're gonna do it for a little while because it's healthy. You have to learn how to do it 100%. But the big part is how do we also move you forward? Because moving you forward and going towards any goal, no matter what it is, big or small, is going to mean that you're gonna have to do something different than what you're currently doing. And learning those skills will help you no matter what it is that you're going through currently, and you'll take those skills into your life going forward, and you'll utilize them the next wave that comes your way, the next hardship that comes your way, the next uncomfortable situation or stressful situation. You'll already have the basics of how to actually do this stuff. Most people most people don't get that. Most people are not getting that when they go to therapy. Now, here's the thing too. Again, you can't really teach this stuff without doing it yourself. You just you just can't. You just cannot because first of all, you're not going to be able to use your intuition to really connect with someone who is struggling. You're not going to fully understand how difficult of a process this can be sometimes. You're not going to find the balance between nurturing and coddling and validating and giving the person some tough love. And we all need that balance. How can I balance being there for this person and validating them and comforting them? That's that sitting in the past. And how can I get this person out of this victim mode because it's not working? So that right there, most people don't get when they go. So they're either really resistant to changing themselves, you know, why do I have to do this? Why do I have to go to therapy? I'm not I'm I'm not the problem. This person's the problem. So they're just so resistant or they just have this mindset like it's it's such a bad thing to actually go that it means something bad about you when it's not anything having to do with you. It's just people in general. Everyone, everyone. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what your past was like. I don't care. Everyone needs to know this information. So if you can learn it and be open to taking responsibility of yourself and figuring out the holes and the gaps that are kind of within your own life, because we all have them. I don't care, again, where you've been or what you've been through or who you are, where you're going next. We all have them. It's called being a human being. So if you can learn how to be the healthiest human being, then you won't be a creature of habit. You won't be 
uh, letting your past basically dictate your future. You won't let all those wounds like come to the forefront and sabotage your life. Even when you do feel uncomfortable, you'll know what to do with it. That's huge. That's, I mean, most people literally do not do any of this work. And this is why the same problems happen again and again and again. There is no level of responsibility or accountability. They either feels as though they're so much of a victim, but they haven't realized that it's not what happens to them, it's how they respond to it. They haven't felt empowered to really work on themselves or change their life. And that's what keeps people stuck. And when you don't have the proper skills, when you don't know those three things and you don't have the skills to really do anything about it, you don't know what to do next, you're stuck and it's not gonna work. You're gonna get frustrated. You're not gonna have consistency from week to week. You're not gonna have goals that you're looking to achieve. You're just gonna want everything to magically fall into place. And you know, it's more than just doing those little things every day. Like, okay, I'm gonna really start changing my life. I'm gonna start going to the gym seven days a week. I'm gonna start doing this. Yeah, all of that stuff's great. But I always tell people it, it goes deeper than that. It is the it's Tuesday night, it's 11 o'clock, I'm alone, I'm feeling this, what do I do? It's about getting into that mind and learning how to parent yourself, like I always talk about. So if there's no consistency from week to week, there's no goals that are being set, there's no, how, how am I moving forward? What's, what's getting better in my life? And no matter how small it is, when that doesn't happen, that consistency not being there is absolutely huge because it means that there's no progress being made. And when there's no progress being made, that means that there's no results. And when there's no results, most people don't want to continue because they feels as though they're not getting anything from it. If they are getting anything from it and they continue, it's either going to be, and they're not moving forward, they're just like staying stuck, but they're still doing it over and over again. The only reason why they're doing it over and over again is because they're either quite frankly, unhealthy themselves. And they have a little bit of, I don't want to say a disorder, but there's definitely some stuff going on there where they're getting validation. They're constantly getting validation for why they feel what they feel. That person is not challenging them enough to say, okay, well, all these things that you're complaining about, the common denominator is you, right? How can you take responsibility? They don't want to burden that person or push that person out of their comfort zone to be able to acknowledge that. And it's probably because they know that that person that they're helping their client, the client is unwilling. You, They can tell that the client's unwilling. But again, this is just an assumption that the therapist is making to not push this person a little bit because they're making it based on, yes, a pattern that they've seen that this person only complains and only wants validation or, or just wants to sit here and cry every single week for years and years and years. But there's never a conversation of, well, what are we gonna do about this and how are we gonna move ourselves forward? And there's no motivation, there's no self-empowerment to change, to want to do something different, to want to get better. And that is really what's missing. And that's, honestly, that's a, a missed opportunity to really, really help someone. I think sometimes the wrong type of diagnosis is a huge problem, especially with anxiety. I think something like anxiety and depression, uh, it's, it's more than just the situations that you go through. It's more than just within your DNA. It's everything from gut health to yes, a mindset, but there's so many other factors, hormone, you know, balance. There's so many other factors that come into play when you're 
diagnosing those things and and most people don't want to look at those other ways of healing a person they just want to in a sense throw money at the problem the part that's frustrating is when i talk to people that have been in therapy for years and years and oh my goodness have wasted i don't want to say wasted like it's a, it was a bad thing but put so much time and money into something and not, didn't feel like they gained as much out of it as they wanted to oh that like completely breaks my heart because if you're dealing with a good person, semi-good person, I gotta think that the person that you're working with, the therapist, is frustrated as well because any good therapist doesn't want you in their office. And that's the point, is they want you to get better. They want you to heal. They don't want you to constantly be with them 24 hours a day. You know, they, they want you to have a healthy sense of self. They want you to get better. They want you to move on. Some do, some don't. Some really don't care about just validating you all day long because this is just a job to them. It's not a fulfilling, it's not what they're meant to do where there's this like passion, drive, and hunger to really want to change lives. There's just a wrong approach to wanting to help someone. And again, the reason why is because if you haven't done the work, you can't fully help someone in the way that you actually should be helping them. And that's what's wrong today. So listen, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you, you know, if you are interested in therapy, I hope that you take the time or even interested in coaching. I, I hope you take the time to give yourself a minute to find someone that you really work, you know, would work well with someone that you respect, someone that you jive with. It takes a minute like any relationship. So please, please, please don't have the wrong expectations going into this because you'll just get frustrated. Be willing and open to be vulnerable, be ready to dive deep. You know, and I always tell people because some people are so, so afraid of doing this kind of work. And I tell people all the time, look, you once you open the window, it's open. And yes, there's some pain and some uncomfortableness that you have to go through. But once it's done, it's done. And then you have these skills for the rest of your life and your whole life changes once you fully take responsibility for yourself. So my saying is the quicker you put it off, the quicker you're not able to get to where you want to be and feel the way you want to feel. So don't waste time. Don't wait for like the next catastrophic thing to happen in your life for you to like awaken and say, okay, something needs to change. Do it now. Start now. You don't have to have anything horrible happen to you in your life in order for you to say, you know what? I want to figure out me and I want to figure out what can I be doing better to get better, to get maybe to where I want to be. Because look, regardless of what is going on in your life, we all have goals that we're setting and we're all trying to get better and achieve things. So again, you guys, I hope you enjoyed it. If you're interested in working with me, I always link some stuff down below. That way you can check out services and courses. I do have a free course on boundaries that is below as well. So please check that out and I will see you at next week's podcast. Take care, guys.